Welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, nutritionist, Michaela Shifley, the founder of KJ Wellness. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things nutrition and wellness. We'll cut through the bullshit information out there, debunk health myths, interview health experts, and give you actionable steps to help you become the best version of yourself. So go grab yourself a nice hot cup of coffee and strap in to hear the cold hard truths about health. Good morning. Well, I mean, it's morning for me. It could be evening, afternoon for you. I do not know when or where you are listening to this, but I hope that you're having a lovely day or evening nonetheless. And I am so incredibly excited to have you back on the Naked Wellness Podcast today. We are talking about a topic that is very, very close to home for me and something that I definitely struggled with for a long period of time, and that is overcoming self-imposed food rules. But before we jump into that, I just wanted to touch on the fact that it is pouring with rain outside right now. I do not know if you can hear it. Really hope you can't. It's quite heavy. And I just put some chicken, green chicken curry into the slow cooker. If you do not follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is KJ Wellness with three S's, by the way, then you probably would not be aware that I currently am obsessed with the slow cooker, like obsessed. I think it is, it's amazing. Like you put things on in the morning, you go about your normal day. And then when dinner time rolls around, your dinner is sitting there waiting for you on the bench. The whole house smells just absolutely divine. And if you put meat in it, the meat goes so, so tender. So if you have not gotten into slow cooking this winter yet, don't don't fear because winter's not over yet. And I would highly, highly recommend giving it a go. Absolutely. It is a complete game changer. Definitely recommend doing that. But other than that, not much else has been going on for my morning. The topic today, though... This is something that I am so excited to dive deep into because this is something that I personally have overcome myself and I have helped so, so many of my one-on-one clients overcome their own food rules as well. And see, the thing is with food rules, I feel like you're like, oh yeah, I have a couple. And then you peel the first layer back and it's like a goddamn onion. There's so many food rules like lying underneath. Like it's just layers and layers of these food rules. And once you start peeling back one, there's just all these other layers of ones that you had no idea that you did because they were just so, you know, subconscious. They were habits for you. And you start to actually realize how they're not normal and they're not common. And then you actually have the control and the power of challenging those and overcoming those, which is incredible. So pretty much what I want to do today is I want to talk about, you know, like what are food rules exactly? How can they be harmful? And then how do you actually overcome them? And I will give you four steps of how you can start to overcome these self-imposed food rules. I do want to add a little disclaimer that obviously everyone's journey is so individual and there is no one size fits all when it comes to going on a health journey. So take these steps that I give you and obviously like try and implement them and use them to your advantage but again it's so individual and do I recommend going and getting professional help when it comes to going on a health journey 100% but if I can kind of make you aware of maybe some of these food rules that you have if I can kind of give you a little bit of guidance and support and how you can start to overcome them and free yourself from these food rules because let's be honest like they are so fucking controlling over your life then incredible but yeah if you do want to dive deeper into these and you want to get more personalized and individualized advice 100% go and see a health professional when it comes to your health journey so to begin with like what are food rules food rules they obviously differ from person to person and they typically they are a belief or and limitation that you have accumulated over the years 
So these beliefs are around what type of foods you can eat, and I say like can in inverted commas, how much food you can eat, what time of the day you can eat. So really they're like a decision that we make about food. And a lot of the time they are also based on the outside sources of what you think is good, again in inverted commas, or bad. So they definitely, they will shape our eating habits, right? And food rules, they are typically created from either previous diets that you've been on, your social circle, your parents, what media you consume, and also what your culture's eating habits are. And like I mentioned before, a lot of time, the food rules can actually be subconscious and you might not even know that you have them. A lot of the time, you have followed these rules for such a long period of time that they have now just become your everyday actions. And this can cause so much stress on your mental health. They will impact your mental and physical health as well as your social life. So yes, we will get into like how they can be even more harmful as well. But first off, let's go through some examples of food rules. So these are some of these are the ones that I have definitely struggled with before, but also some of these come from some of my one-on-one clients. Obviously, I could talk for hours around all of the different types of food rules that we can have. But just to cover over like a lot of the common ones, it's things like you don't eat carbohydrates twice in one day or any food for that matter in one day. Like let's say you had a banana for breakfast, you're kind of wanting one for a snack. It's like, oh no, I can't have a banana for a snack because I've already had one for breakfast. That is a food rule. Um, You don't eat carbohydrates after 6 p.m. You don't need to eat anything after 7 p.m. or like a specific time that you've set for yourself. You don't eat lunch before 12 p.m. You don't snack between meals. You don't eat white processed foods. It always has to be like a whole grain or a whole meal. You only ever eat half a banana at a time. You will only ever have like one square of chocolate. Let's say it's a big one or like two mini squares. You will only ever have a quarter of an avocado, never half of an avocado or more than half of an avocado. You will always avoid added sugar in all of the products and spend a lot of time looking at the back of the products to try and pick up on all of that added sugar. You will only eat whole foods. So you really... You won't allow yourself to eat anything that's highly processed, like let's say like chips or chocolate or anything like that. So that's just a brief, you know, or another uh, really common one actually is weighing food. Like let's say you have specific foods like a nut butter, peanut butter, you really struggle to add that nut butter or food item onto a meal without weighing or knowing how much weight of that food you've had. So for an example, if you take peanut butter, you can't add peanut butter onto your porridge without weighing 20 grams of peanut butter, for example. Like you have a set amount of that food that you will have and no more. So these food rules, like they are unnecessary and they can cause a lot of mental harm like we mentioned just before. The the harm that they can cause is really it's harm to your relationship with food and with yourself. Because when you create a food rule for yourself, you're often then actually depriving yourself of something. This deprivation can lead to you becoming obsessed with that particular food. For an example, like you can't stop thinking about it. It is just consuming your day-to-day thoughts. And that then often leads you to overeating or binge eating, whether it's on that specific food or whether it's on another food to compensate for not allowing yourself to have that food. Like, have you ever had those days where you're like, oh my God, I'm so hungry and it's between breakfast and lunch. Be like, oh, but I can't eat. I'll just hold out until lunchtime. Or, and it's really something specific. So then lunchtime comes around and you're just ravenous now. 
or you told yourself you can't have a specific thing. So you're like, oh, I'll have that and I'll have that and I'll have that to try and make up for not eating that one thing. Whereas if you just had eaten it, satisfied yourself in the moment, you then could have moved on with your day without being mentally consumed by it and then physically overeating on other things as well. So it goes without saying, like when you restrict, and I know I talk about this so much on my Instagram as well, when you restrict certain foods from your life, you only want them more because the human mind does not cope well with processing negatives. So this, again, can cause you to become so incredibly obsessed with certain foods, which actually stops you from being present in that moment with friends, with family, whatever you were doing, trying to work. If your mind is constantly fixated on food, how much you can have, how little you can have, when's your next meal, what's your next meal, what else have you eaten? Like that is so much mental you know, space that that is taking up where it's making it really hard for you to concentrate on the task at hand. So that's one way that it can be harmful. Food rules can be harmful. But additionally, some food rules can actually start to interfere with your body's natural signs and signals that it gives you. So for an example, let's say that you always eat lunch at 1 p.m. and you ignore any signs that your body is giving you that it might be hungry before 1. So let's say like you start getting really hungry at 12 p.m. Your tummy is rumbling. You can't stop thinking about lunch yet you force yourself to wait until lunchtime to actually eat something. This can ultimately harm your productivity, your mood, your performance. It is so much better to listen to those signs that your body is giving you and satisfy what you are having in that moment. This is kind of another one with this is intermittent fasting. And look, intermittent fasting works great for some people, but if you don't ever eat until like 11 a.m. or 12, 1 p.m. is when you have your first meal. Let's say you wake up one morning, you're starving at like 7, 8 a.m. You're like, oh no, I can't eat because I'm not allowed to eat my first meal until at least after 11 a.m. So you push past that. You know, maybe you have caffeine to try and suppress your appetite and then it hits 1 p.m. and you're so hungry. And then between your eating window on intermittent fasting, which maybe is for you like between, I don't know, 11 a.m. and 6, 7 p.m., you just overeat in that time because by the time it gets to 11 a.m., you are so incredibly hungry. Like that, it's not a healthy cycle to be in. And when your body's telling you it's hungry, it's telling you for a reason. So it's really important that you listen to that sign and that signal that your body's giving you and satisfy it and give it one of these in that moment as well. So now we know what are food rules, how can food rules be harmful to you. And I have to say, like, it is so, so important that you start to recognize what food rules you have and then start to break them down and start to work to overcome them. So we'll get into the steps of how to actually overcome them soon because it's no easy task. And many of these food rules, they are actually deeply ingrained in your mind and they've become really strong habits for you. So it's so important that we find a way to break that habit loop and then build new healthier habits. So I will take you through the four step process, but I just want you to know that it's not easy. And there are days where you're like, yeah, I can challenge all these food rules and feeling great. And then there's days where you're like, "Uh uh-uh, this is so emotionally draining. I just don't have it in me to do this. It's okay. Any health journey that you go on is not linear. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. So you're going to always meet speed bumps and roadblocks, but it's not about, you just can't give up. You have to keep persevering. You can always push past these roadblocks. You can always work out how to overcome them and how to move forwards. When you get knocked down, you are the only one who is in control of your decision. Do you stay down or do you work out how you can get back up and you can keep progressing forwards? Because while these are challenging, yeah, I'm not denying that, they are so fucking hard and it is it takes a lot of mental and physical energy to challenge these and to overcome these food rules. However, 
the light at the end of the tunnel is unreal. Like, can you imagine going out for dinner with your friends, with your family, sitting down, ordering what you want on the menu without being worried about what else you've had in that day, what you'll have tomorrow, what is the best thing on the menu to order? You order what you want and then you leave it at that. You were then actually present with the people who you you are with. You're not then consumed and fixated on that meal and all the other food that you've had earlier in the day and what you're eating tomorrow. Like you are actually there present with the people who matter to you. Like that is so powerful. Imagine going about your day and eating what you need. Like I call this gentle nutrition. You know, you want to eat something that's going to nourish your body, but you also want to be eating food that is going to mentally satisfy you. Imagine being able to go through your day and do that at each and every meal and not be so constantly fixated on food that you can actually get productive work done without always thinking about food. That is the light at the end of the tunnel and it 100% is achievable. Like I said, it's not easy. You are the only one in control of actually working through these and starting to overcome them. We can break everything down and even if you do go and get professional help, which again, I do recommend, they are there to coach and guide you, but you are the one who has to take the daily action. And yeah, it does. It comes down to the mindset. A lot of health journeys is to do with your mindset. We'll have to do a whole nother podcast episode on headspace and mindset because that is a topic that, again, I am so incredibly passionate about because it doesn't matter what health journey you are on, whether it's weight loss, whether it's emotional eating, binge eating, overcoming food rules, whatever your own individual health journey on, there is a mindset component of it. Majority of your journey will focus on your mindset and starting to accept yourself and being able to take that control over your body and your nutrition. So... We'll have to do a whole other podcast episode on that. But sidestepping, that was a little bit of a sidestep. So the four steps that I wanted to go through. So step number one is changing your view on food. You must start to change your view on food rather than seeing food as good and bad or healthy versus unhealthy. You have to start to see food as just food because think about it. There is no one particular food that will cause you to gain weight. There's no one particular food that will help you lose weight. It's the behaviors around that food that cause weight gain or weight loss. So for example, if you eat a few squares of chocolate every single day for dessert, it's so unlikely that it will cause you to gain weight unless you're in a surplus every single day. But if you're having a few squares of chocolate within a healthy balanced diet, you know, it's so unlikely that you'll call, that it will cause weight gain. But if you are constantly restricting yourself of chocolate intake and then you're binging on a couple of blocks of chocolate, you know, every single weekend or every other day, then that might then lead to weight gain. At the end of the day, we have to think about it. Food is fuel. And sure, some fuels, i.e. foods, they are better quality than others, but all types of food have their purpose. So you need to treat food this way. All foods serve their purpose and you shouldn't, underline that shouldn't, like shouldn't deprive yourself of any one food. Because like we went to before, like, you know what, like think about it. If you told a child, don't go and press that big red button, all they want to now do is go and press that big red button. Our minds do not process negatives. And as soon as you start to deprive yourself and tell yourself that you can't have a specific food, you've now put it up on this pedestal. And this food has control over you rather than you having control over the food. So this is what we have to do. Step one, you really want to start to change your view on food. 
Step two is to actually start to write down all of your food rules. So, you know, use the notes section of your phone, buy yourself a cute little notebook and pen, spend some time sitting down and writing out all of the food rules that you know that you currently have. Now, I want you to remember, and I say the ones that you know at the moment, because like I said, so many of these food rules are subconscious and it's like an onion. You start challenging and overcoming the first couple and then you peel back that first thing and you're like, holy shit, there are so many other food rules underlying. These ones, like they're subconscious, they're deeply ingrained habits. So you have to think quite deeply about your current behaviors. And as, yeah, as you start to challenge them, like the most random ones will pop up that you had no idea about. And you know what? That's actually okay. Just write them down when you encounter them and then work slowly on tackling them in the future. So step one, we've started to change. You've started to change your view on food. Step two, you've now started to write down your food rules. Step three is to now actually to be quite conscious and aware of the language that you use around food. So yes, you've started to change your view on food, but now it's actually about the language that you use. So I want you to really start paying active attention to the language and the words and the thoughts that you use around food. So it could be the language that you use when you're alone, or it could be the language that you use when you're with others. So for an example, imagine if a friend has asked you to, if you want to go out and head out for dessert later, you tell yourself, oh no, I can't go because the food choices that I've made today have been so bad. Like I've been so naughty. Did you notice that in that sentence, we've said things like bad and we've said that we've been naughty and it's so important that we catch up on those, we catch those phrases when we say them, or the words, or the sentences. It doesn't even matter whether we're saying them out loud to people or we're saying them to ourselves, it affects us the same. So it's so important that you start to actually be aware of them and then start to change them. So you could completely change that sentence and be like, well, yeah, all right, I'll go out for dessert. You know, I've eaten a, like a bit today, but that's fine. I'll have like a little bit of a small amount or I'll just enjoy it because you know what? I can actually enjoy all food groups, all foods, I don't restrict myself of anything. I'm going and spending quality time with the person. And, you know, you can start to really change your mindset around the language that you use with food when it comes to food. So start being aware of it and then start to challenge it. Then step four is actually starting to challenge your food rules. So the language also comes into this as well. So once you start to notice the language, you'll start to actually challenge the rules and the language at the same time. So I want you to ease yourself into it. Pick some food rules that aren't daunting to you at first and then just work your way from there because it's really better to start tackling, start to focus on actually tackling one or two food, food rules at a time and then move on to the next one when you've completely broken that habit loop for that specific food rule. Because I want you to remember that this journey, it's a long process. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Please, please do not try and make it a sprint. You will honestly, you will be so physically and mentally exhausted that you will think that it's easier to give the towel in and walk away and keep living the life that you're living than to keep pushing forwards and keep challenging these rules. So just break it down, bite-sized chunks. Take it bit by bit, moment by moment, food rule by food rule because little by little, a little will become a lot. The best way to conquer your food rules and ultimately achieve your end goals is just to stay consistent consistency like is so much better than trying to do everything like quickly and fast just take a step back take a breath try and stay consistent like consistently challenge your language challenge your food rules and don't stop until you've achieved full food freedom 
I really want to, and I know I've said this so many times, but this journey, it's not an easy one, but breaking these food rules is so, so fucking worth it. It will free you up like so much mental space. It will relieve a crap ton of pressure that you put on yourself. And ultimately, like you'll be able to enjoy the smaller things in life. You'll be able to go out and really enjoy that quality time that you spend with other people. You'll be able to go through your days, not spending so much mental energy on food, right? And this journey, it does, it requires a lot of self-development and commitment. But honestly, I know that you're capable of breaking free of these food rules. Like I 100% believe in you. And like I said, yeah, it does require constant self-development. And maybe I will have to do an entire podcast on mindset and headspace and how you can actually start to change your headspace and mindset because that in itself is a whole entire other journey and yeah like you can do them both at the same time 100 and even by starting to do this you are actually starting to work on your headspace and your mindset which is really really powerful and at the end of the day you are the one who is in control of your entire life you have control over how you live it and if you want to break free food rules incredible I am so here for that and it is definitely possible and it is definitely such an incredible journey to go on. So I hope that you got something out of today's episode. I hope that you like the four steps. I hope that you've written something down. You might be going out there today and starting to challenge some of your rules or even just writing them down. Whatever it is, wherever you are on your own individual journey, remember also don't compare yourself to anyone else. You are you and that is your biggest power. You are your greatest asset. Remember that. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. You are running your own race. So marathon as well, not a sprint. Let's remember that as well. But yeah, stay consistent. I would love to hear from you. And I would love to know what something that you learned today, um, what you're taking away from today. I would absolutely love for us to connect. I really, really do love connecting with you guys. So head over to my Instagram, kjwellness, three S's, and send me a message of what is one thing that you took away from today's episode or even if you know what you go out and you challenge a food rule and you have success with it or you feel a bit lost in it like send me a message i'm here to celebrate your successes with you i am also here to help you through the challenges as well so reach out to me but i hope you enjoy the rest of the day or the night wherever you are whenever you are listening to this and i will talk to you very soon in the next episode but until then take care bye